Welcome back to the Jedi Reading Order, Star Wars High Republic podcast. Today we're talking about Cataclysm. Join us as we finish this story. That, that's right, we finished the story. We read chapters 29, 30, 31, and 32. The last chapter of the book, Cataclysm. My name is CJ. I'm Nathan. I'm Landon. I'm Alex. That is the fastest that we have introduced ourselves. I yeah, know. normally I Landon and I take our sweet time. So, you know, we're Yeah, what an arc. <laughs> it's called character development, guys. All right. Just like the characters in this book, as we have to see them all converge into the end of the book. Uh, wrong Sorry. book. I know, I know. Oh, actually, I just realized uh, Nathan was talking pre-podcast about um, something, a little Easter egg they put in the book. Was it when they talked about a cataclysmic convergence or something? Yeah, yeah, they said yeah, it, I forgot it, about it that. Converged to a cata- it converged to a cataclysm, what they said. And I wrote in my spark notes, I put converged to a cataclysm. Nice. Roll credits. Nice. Yeah, they're pandering to uh, to the, <laughs> the Jedi reading order. But I love that. <laughs> they're like, God, these guys think that's hilarious. Well, what if we put it into? What if we put in the name <laughs> of the book in there? So I thought that was hilarious. Do you think in the next book, Path of Vengeance, they'll have something about deceiving along the, the vengeance or something? Oh, deceit along the path of vengeance or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Converging into a cataclysm on the path of vengeance. He deceits God. me until I vengeance all over. <laughs> That's I'll gotta be that one in mind. I'll keep that one in mind for the next book. Jesus. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, these uh these chapters I think they I think these chapters set up the book quite nicely. I mean I'm definitely ready to read Path of Vengeance to see what the final is, the finale part of it, but I'm interested in what the conflict's going to be. Well, also, the slug dogs are still alive. The levelers don't do anything except kill people off screen. You know? <laughs> this is true. <laughs> like, they killed Cheryl when he was on the mic. When he was Bro, giving that's con- what I was saying last week. It's like, these yeah, things I'm are like- so lame. Gella and Axel like literally saw them running around like a forest or something, and she was just like on the ground in fear, and they just didn't care. Like they just ran away. Yeah, I didn't understand that part at all. Yeah, I don't really attack know. anything that's force sensitive, which is why. I'm- also, so can they even sense it? Like in that case, if Gella was they must right not. There and they didn't attack. Also, her? do they? Does everyone just Dinot's think it's force sensitive too? Do we just think it's cool that there's just a bunch? You know, because didn't Enya see what's his face? On the ground is a husk, and she was just like, "Yeah, that's no, any, that's, that's probably fine." Business. Yeah, true. And your business, yeah. It was like raining or something. Like, like he was yeah, on the was, ground as a husk, and it was like just, melting because of the rain or something. Yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah oh, that's they, completely they, uh, normal. Like the word they used, they said like, yeah. "Yeah, melting in the rain." I think. Well, she saw. Yeah, she came across Cheryl after feeling his departure in the force. So she's like, "Oh God." And then she ran over the hill where he last was and found his lightsaber and noticed that that was him. And she was pretty sad about that, obviously. Yeah, yeah he did not stuff. get a lot of sympathy in the book overall. <laughs> what do you mean? They had like a whole funeral ceremony in Chapter 32 for Cheryl, Oren, and Ada. Yeah, but if it had to be split three ways. 
Were oh. they all Jedi Masters technically, or how did? No, Ada okay. I think was a Jedi Knight. Orin okay. so, and Cheryl were Masters. So yeah, they treated them all equal then. Yeah, equal in death, except for all the expendable Jedi that didn't get a funeral with the other. Yeah, true. Yeah, no, they only got funerals of the named ones, and then the rest yeah. were just never identified. Ooh. I guess. E- equal in yeah. death. That was something from. Was that from uh, Convergence? Something about like one of the thirsty planet or wet planet. There was like a line about how everyone is treated the same after death or something. Oh, am I, am I I think that's that Arano. That's on air. Yeah. That's on thirsty planet. Yeah, they put them all in the cool. in the same area, so that's kind of neat. Yeah. So they have similar things with their religious beliefs. That's kind of cool. But yeah, you've got what what all happened in these chapters? You had Creighton's son. And Ada just getting shattered in chapter yeah, 20. Thought, short chapter. I thought they were both dead. I, I yeah. was surprised when it was like, oh, and then Creighton's son woke up. Like, oh, he's alive. Oh, I he's fine. So that means Ada's fine, too. And then she's... she's oh. Gone. Yeah, yeah no, she, she did. Yeah, but yeah, Creighton's I really pretty brutal. We were going to lose more, like, really main characters. Because, like, obviously we lost people that are mentioned and have a fair amount of lines in the books. But, like, of the core yeah. set of characters for the story we're currently following, we have not had any deaths. Yeah, the core four is who I was worried about was Ziri, Fontu, Gela, and Axel. I was worried yeah, I don't know. I was really confident about Axel. Yeah. I mean, I it, they, they definitely teased you with it a little bit when... A couple well, of times, honestly. Axel, a lot of times. Kyong, they, they teased you with that, too, where she got shot in the chest, and she's like, nah, it's fine. And then, like, passes it out or whatever. I, I still amazed. want... I still want an explanation why you can be impaled by a piece of shrapnel and you're just like, you know, 30 minutes later, you can be punching a guy at full strength. Like what? And yeah, I'm amazed he didn't get like a nasty infection from all that mud and water flowing. Well, now we know force healing through. is a thing, so maybe they have force healers on standby. I mean, I guess. I don't know. Still, like it's, that was that was wild. At the end of the day, I guess it's a Star Wars book, so I'm not going to worry that much. About yeah, no, I can't. I can't really go across. But so that's the thing that bothers me. It's like when Axel pulled that piece of shrapnel, I was like, "That's stupid. You shouldn't do that." And then Gella was like, "Hey, that was stupid. You shouldn't do that." I'm like, "Well, they're acknowledging that it's stupid, but they still are just like, oh, but he pressed a rag against it, so it's close." I so feel it's like, like it just must have been pretty minimal, and maybe it wasn't. I, I don't know. It could have been like maybe overstated how big of a deal it was, and maybe yeah, Axel's kind of dramatic. Deal. I mean, I guess I didn't see it, so it's fine. But. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I mean, it's a book, so we have no idea what it actually looked like. Yeah, we can only uh, imagine. Yeah, I, I like the whole thing with uh, Axel and Gella going to fight Binot and Binot trying to bitch his way out by saying, "No, Axel, we're brothers. Remember? Remember all the good and, times." Yeah, and Axe was like, "Yeah, nah," and then they. Yeah, still I'm. Fight I'm glad like that he that. didn't fold because I think Axel definitely has like shown loyalty to like old friends over new friends, and I think that was. A, I mean, obviously, he had a lot of character flaws. That's the whole point of his character, but I think that mm-hmm. was like one of his biggest things was that he wouldn't give up on Benat just because he was like an old friend and he had good memories with him, despite yeah. him just being completely evil. Yeah. Yeah, new he friends. Saw through, he saw through Binot's schemes in the end. I mean, Gellisher was like, dude, don't you realize he's going to just say whatever he can to get out of it? And Axel was like, yeah, that's true. And then he laid down that line about his droid, about Quinn. He yeah. Was, oh, yeah. At me, you, and that useless droid. And then he like 
pull his guns up and then did not had to go crazy and stuff like that. Yep. And then ended up with his own poison glove in his chest. So <laughs> yeah, that was exciting. Then they're playing dodge the body because <laughs> they don't want to touch his body when yeah. it's floating because he's got the poison glove. Yeah, I'm sure the toxins were probably seeping out a little bit. Yeah, I was like, I would not dive underwater because who knows what's in that water. That too. But that was funny. I liked it when Iron and Arano came into the conflict. Yeah, that was clutch. Not explained that well in terms of how they were finally able to just say, okay, let's That's do this true. together. And like, we're all going to be good. Cause we already knew in like past books that the general public of their planets did not really agree with like the treaty and everything where yeah. I'm not really sure how they ended up figuring that out. But I think I know, Fontu- I imagine it could be expressed a little more in the next book just because yeah. they'll probably come back around to it because I'm sure I hope not Zirian fondue will ask questions fondue i have a feeling fondue probably like i mean that la- the last thing he said when they were in the cockpit about how it's the path of the open hand that's our common enemy and yeah so that's true they needed to, so i, mean, I think they're, they're kind of going off of that between the clytobacter and um like all of the stuff that happened on jetta that the path was the true enemy there so i guess yeah. that's valid what oh oh uh, i have to mention this one scene and this scene was probably my favorite from the whole book was when yaddle were just chatting away and they both felt gela and axel and then you just have two super powerful jedi masters that we don't get to really see uh like a lot of on the big screen you get this really nice scene with especially with the audiobook they put Yoda's theme, like Yoda and the Force theme behind it. And you just got both of them like doing the um like doing lifting the one you lifting the water and Yaddle's lifting the ground. And that's just that I had I like I was at work listening to this and I just sat back and closed my eyes just imagining that. Like, that is so cool. Like I wish that we got to see that like on the big screen, but it was so neat to be able to see that in my mind. So I really enjoyed that though. I don't know what you guys thought about it. Yeah, I think any of the Yaddle and Yoda scenes were my favorite from this book. Just yeah, because they're 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 just cool. Yeah, it's cool. I liked how in the end of that scene, too, Enya ran over and like grabbed Gela's arm and started pulling her out. And then Ada, and then uh, sorry, did Enya and was like, "How would you do that?" And Enya looked at her, went, "Enya business," and then she just passed. It was awesome. That was probably my favorite scene from the whole book. I'm really happy Enya's still alive because that's just such a good joke. Uh, if I have a kid down the line, I'm gonna have to name him okay. Enya so I use that on their friends at school. <laughs> what are you doing? Enya business? <laughs> <laughs> it works. Uh, this so this well. might be a good opportunity to plug our Discord, CJ. Why? That's Enya. Enya business meme. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Post your best uh, memes, your Jedi reading order memes in our Discord, which you can find at, uh, or you can ask us on Twitter at Jedi Reading Pod uh, for an invitation to the Discord. Uh, we've got some good memes on there. I think the Enya business is still the best one we've seen. But, uh, <laughs> Such yeah. a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure we created it. So thanks to them. 
Yeah. <laughs> we actually had to kick them right after they posted it because they were like spamming the chat with it. But it was it was pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah. We were like, how'd you make that? And they're like, end your business. I was like, all right, that <laughs> yeah, right that's annoying. Annoying. <laughs> it's like don't overuse the meme, please. Yeah. <laughs> we need more meme lords out there. If you guys will hop on in there. But it'll be in the description how to join that too. So mm. But then we uh, we move on to the finalization chapter in chapter 32, where you have uh, Gela, Axel, and Kyong in their medic bay, in the medic bay, and she's like, where am I? And Axel's like, hey, what's up, babe? I'm going to jail. <laughs> Axel and literally like, friend zones okay. Gela. It's because I broke out. I deserve this. And yeah, like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. All that nice guy stuff. And then he just... And then he goes, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, it's so nice to have you as a friend. It just friend zones Gala, and she's oh, oh. emotional about him. See, going that, that's there. just maybe his manipulation tactic to, oh. for her to be like, oh, he friend zoned me? Well, now I want him. Yeah, God, the man's a walking red flag. It's awesome. <laughs> he, he is the Andrew Tate of uh, <laughs> Star Wars Universe. <laughs> He knows how to manipulate even high-standing women like Jedi. Yes. Crazy. <laughs> Never thought. He's drinking water at a time like this. This is just sorry. Stay hydrated. Hmm. Or dehydrate. Oh. Too. But it was nice to. Uh, it was nice seeing Kyung and Axel have like a you know a good bonding mother and son moment. It was nice that they got to hug it out and they both enjoyed it too. It wasn't like, oh, I just have to because she's my mom. It was like, dang, I actually really like this woman. So yeah, sorry. like the first time they actually like hugged each other like and meant it in a very long time is the mm-hmm. impression I sort of got from that. Yeah, and it was it was nice. It was a nice touch. Yeah, wholesome. Um, when when uh, Kyung was like on the ground, like, she like passed out right after she, she said this, but that was kind of cringy. It's like someone said, like, "Oh, it's Chancellor Greylark." She goes, "It's just young." <laughs> I laughed. That, at that was part. funny. <laughs> it's just I'm it's not just a chancellor. Young dies. <laughs> I kind of wanted her to die right after that. Never be your last line. That would have been a W. I can't lie. That'd be goofy. Yeah. Goofy ASF. <laughs> Very goofy, silly. Um, then, then it kind of after their touching moment. Oh, also, it, it hops to the chancellors, or I guess the chancellor, Chancellor Malo, Kyung, and Yoda talking to each other, and they were talking about the pluses and minuses of having two chancellors. And I was wondering if this made me ask a question: If is this like the development of when they just stopped and have just like one chancellor? Like here, mm. I guess we don't know anything about past chancellorships. I'm sure there was. Yeah, just... we don't really know why there were two in the first place. I guess. Yeah, yeah. unique that there, there maybe weren't two before, but yeah, it could have been yeah. some I understand. unique sequence, and maybe it's possible they even like ran together as like that. Maybe that was their thing when maybe. they had the, yeah. like, the voting for it. Like maybe they were running as like co-chancellors. Well, the reason they did that was because they're still mapping out the frontier or the. Whatever it's yeah, all the outer limits. So what they need was a chancellor in the center of the the republic, like doing all the menial tasks of keeping whatever's in order. And they needed a chancellor out on the the edge, like, yeah, like outer for outer and, rim stuff. 
Yeah, so well, I can understand also, why they have two, and then in like when yeah, no, like it, it wasn't a bad method, especially like with those two, just since they got along very well and complemented each other's like yeah. leadership yeah. style. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that's a big connection to Phase One in that like the whole the whole like chancellorship in Phase One where they're spoiler alert, there's one chancellor, but it's all about like the hyperspace lanes and like this chancellor is like trying to reach the galaxy, but, like obviously can't reach everybody. So like that's maybe something saying like oh maybe the two chancellor method was better and I don't know I, <laughs> I don't know what they're trying to say with that but like um, that is a big the like the political part of the I said the politics word sorry Wayne the political part of phase <laughs> now one you've upset is, is, nah. is kind of all about like the hyperspace lands and how the chancellor is trying to like unite the galaxy and stuff and they're they're starting to talk about that in this book like they said something about the Hetzel system. Which I think is a reference to Phase One, but yeah, I, I was yeah. assuming it was because I didn't I didn't recognize it, and they kind of hammered it home. So I was assuming yeah. that because that's like the new hyperspace lane is from Arano and Iram to this Hetzel place. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I forget exactly what the significance of Hetzel was, but well, we'll find out soon enough. Yeah, yeah. What well, we're one more book in Phase Two, and then we're mm-hmm. yeah. You then should I, I'm, out of here. Uh, you should probably not mention the politics word because uh, yeah, the p word and stomach upset. Bro, I hate politics in Star Wars. Oh, look at that! He's back. Um, I liked the Yoda in the temple when he was he like got the land back and he's like, oh, it's like a familiar place to be, you know, like when you land in Madison Airport and you're like, ah, back in Madison, and then you're like, oh wait, I hate it here. <laughs> yeah i like that little bit of him but like he's like always sensing something and his like ears are twitching like he's hearing the different crazinesses going off in the universe and i i like that a lot how it just shows that he's so in tune with it i like this yoda a lot more than i like prequel trilogy yoda mm-hmm. because I feel he, like he ends up getting allowed, lazy just because of the lack of like conflict and everything, and he just thinks like the Jedi are untouchable later on. Where yeah, where he's still very active. Well, he's allowed to not that. be a dumbass because in the prequel trilogy, he has to let the Jedi Order fall, and like they even hit on it in the Clone Wars. But like this, Yoda can be like wise and actually understand that there's stuff going on that they the, the Jedi. Yeah, because we know the Jedi don't get eradicated in this. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just kind of like he's allowed to actually be the wise grandmaster that he we we know him to be, or that we should know him to be at least. So it's just kind of fun. And then the funeral, it, it was it's kind of nice hat that they showed that in the Clone Wars because I was able to kind of put a visual to it a little bit as I was I was listening to it, and that just, it kind of helped that. And it was kind of cool how they do all that stuff. And I, I liked that they take the kyber crystals of the kyber crystals like they use the force and they say yes i've done my job as a kyber crystal and helped this jedi get to what he needed to do and now he's gone so you can put me in this kyber arch which i thought was kind of cool so it's like a a, a mural we, to all the lost we've jedi. seen that before right that's in the Have clone we? wars well it's on coruscant isn't it yes yeah it's on coruscant pretty, yeah pretty sure so we've seen, we've that. seen it yeah we probably have then the first time I ran into the Kyber Arch was in Phase One, but maybe I forgot a Clone Wars episode. I'm almost certain there's a. Hey, it's not something. something they throw away. Like, if they had it in the High Republic, they'd probably still have it during the prequels and Clone Wars. Yeah, I don't know how it would have been like destroyed or taken down. So I don't know. It's possible it's even something that they just are like walking past in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Like, if you know what it is, you notice it. 
Because they do stuff like that sometimes, so who knows? Apparently, appearances are only in the High Republic book. It's mentioned mm-hmm. in Conversions, Cataclysm, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's not in... It's in a comic, I guess, too. There's a picture of it. It's in, like, a meditation chamber. Mm-hmm. Hey, Yoda and his twitchy ears. Uh, so... Was it Yoda or Yaddle or somebody at the end of the book was talking about how, like, oh, we don't know what these slug dogs are. We must research them. It was Yoda. So is that, like, are we supposed to believe that, like, Yoda is just going to go on a mission researching these slug dogs and then he'll come back with the answer? Like With Creighton. I'm thinking what he's going to do is he's going to go with Creighton to go figure it out. We might see that in Path of Vengeance, I would assume so. Mm -hmm. Maybe Yoda on, like, a recon mission. Yeah. I guess I'd Especially say they hinted at it. I'd say phase Sorry, one we ahead. do not in phase one we do not get a lot of Yoda. So I'm wondering like that can't be what he's doing for the next 150 years or whatever. But like, um, I'm yeah I'm wondering if like he's because he's kind of off off uh, away from the Jedi uh, order in the the next phase or the next set of books. So I'm wondering like if is he out like researching this thing or I don't know. That's kind of uh, yeah. My head they might. I'm, just explore that in Path of Vengeance. I would hope they do, just to give one more backstory on Yoda, because who doesn't want that? Yeah. And two I, more backstory on the Leveler and those slug dogs. Yeah, we are still considering how many books deep we are into this phase. Like we really don't have much more on the from, Leveler than we did in the first book. From what I understand, yeah. this next book is the Jedi versus the Levelers. Yeah, that's gonna be that. That's okay, gonna be nice. For the next book, so hopefully we get yeah, a little I bit mean, of Yoda there too. Yeah, they especially hinted at how Yoda longs to be out on mission too, instead of being on Coruscant. Yeah, like he missed like being in the field. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll get some of Yoda in the field in this next book. I don't know if that was like an act, like a purposeful hint or something, but I'm I, I'm yeah. all in for it. I mean, we got to see Yaddle out and about, so I would love to see Yoda do his stuff because I mean he's literally unstoppable. <laughs> it would be pretty fun and to watch or like- read about. One of the big like selling points of the higher public is like, oh yeah, you're not going to know anybody like except for Yoda, and it's like they didn't do. He already has Yoda the armor is the issue, so I'd almost like he does. prefer he doesn't have too much of a role. But he does, we'll but like that was something that I'm like, oh, I'm interested to see what Yoda's up to this time. And then like they came out with like the first six or seven books, and he's like barely in it, and I'm like, oh man, I just want to see Yoda. And then we finally get him in this book, so it was worth the wait. But I hope, I hope there's more. But yeah, the whole yeah. story's going to be about him. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm hoping for more. Yeah, I mean, as long as they play around, like, they did very well with Yaddle stuff. Like, they didn't put her in scenarios where you were like, oh, my God, is she going to escape? Because everyone knows she does. Oh, I, yeah. You know, as long as they don't do that and leave you at the end of a chapter, like, and Yoda was cornered, and they cut it back. Like, you're like, okay. Yeah, it's yeah, like, I mean, oh, well, we already know he gets out of that, so that's a waste of time. Yeah, so it's like, as long as you don't put him into any situation like that, I think it you can you can do whatever backstory you want with him. It'd be like uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan in the Clone Wars. Like those episodes were always super fun because you knew like even when they were fighting Gundarks, like you knew they were going to escape because they had to. So they never put them into like an insanely perilous situation. So, I mean, you can easily do that with Yoda, too. Do you think that's why they had Yaddle in Sippa instead of just Yaddle? They had like this Padawan with like we were trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, probably to give it more stakes, which it was I probably think is not a bad idea. Yeah. Because you guys yeah. were asking, like, is Sippa like an important character in Phase One? I'm like, no. Like, I don't, I don't know why we're introducing this character like so late in the game. Yeah, I yeah, think it, it was. It must have just added like depth. a liability factor to yeah. the mission. I don't think since she's we know Yaddle had armor. Yeah, yeah. That's, Watch. That it turns sense. out that she's like the future Star Wars, but like, 
I don't yeah. I feel like she's not an important character at all. But uh, yeah. I'm curious what kind of role yeah. she'll have in the next book. I'd imagine they'll bring her back for some reason. But like because she was like powerful for a youngling, definitely. But yeah. Ah, like, she's she like, like throwing people in the air or something. Like we really like saw in the distance, like Yeah, and just like bullying like Lou and Priv who were just massive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she's basically like an Anakin-esque character which, yeah, in terms of like raw she talent, needs to be. Yeah, right, yeah raw Simba, talent age. All you can do is pick up someone high enough where you can drop them and they'll be knocked unconscious. Okay, master. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good impression, I can't lie. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> and we have a whole conversation about how Sipa and Anakin were like the same. And like, I, I, that was a wild one. I gotta listen back to our old episodes for this book. I haven't actually listened to any of them. What? Unbelievable. I haven't listened back to our conversations on this book yet. Yeah, I'm a fake fan. How dare you? Yeah. Well, I guess, um, you know, how we do, uh, you know, end every episode is what what do we have for predictions on this last book in in this phase? But what do we think is going to happen? I think uh, Iron and Arano are almost completely out of the question. I now. think they're done. Yeah, it's good because I mean they had a really solid ending. They had a peace treaty signing on the moon. They're finally agreeing. They're joining the Republic with a new hyperlane and everything, and they sealed it with a, a literal long kiss. So I think that's a pretty solid wrap up to Iron and Arano. I will miss those characters, but like you were saying, Landon, I think it is going to be heavy on the Jedi figuring out what the heck these slug dogs are. And how to beat them. I would I really am interested to see if they put Yoda up against one. And I just want to see if Yoda how Ooh. Yoda is. Just to see like how the power leveling works. Cause I mean, you know, any I guess I don't want to say lower Jedi, but like Creighton's yeah. son, the highest Jedi we've seen fight one of these things, and he's gotten pretty screwed up by one. So I would like to see how affected Yoda gets. I just love anything with like Yoda experiencing the force in a different way, like the Clone Wars stuff where he's like fighting his alter ego and like they could do some really interesting stuff there. Yes. No, I completely agree. I really enjoy all the stuff that they've done with Yoda. I mean, John Williams did such a good job with his force theme. Like it is, that is probably one of my favorite songs in all of Star Wars, but like anytime you're exploring Yoda and the force, like Yoda is the force to me Mm -hmm. for the, it's just like anytime you see him talking about it, he's always got something wise to say. He's like he's like your grandpa telling you about the force. It's just it's always cool to see that. So I really hope we do get to see a lot of that. Um, I mean, like I get it. There's not a lot of stakes when you have that, but just to have Yoda explore the force and like the mysteries of it and how he goes about solving those problems. Like as far as so cool to see. As far as like other characters too, like I'm excited to see like uh, Marta and Yana and Harold the Herald and the mother yes. like be the it's focus again. I hope they're the focus again because like that was my favorite book so far, Path of Deceit. So I, I hope it's kind of like a sequel to that and that like oh we get all those characters back and obviously uh, no Kevmo may he rest in peace. Rip, but um, rip, rip, pour one out for our boy, our blue boy. Um, but yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, no, I'm excited to see what Yana's been up to specifically because, like, we haven't seen her like at all. A little bit of Marta, but you know. yeah, I want to see Marta not being radicalized. 
focused anymore. I want to see her more like how she was in Path of Deceit. Like, ex- yeah, where she was more open curious to stuff. Yeah, curious and inquisitive instead of hard setting her hard setting the mother's ideals. I shouldn't even say they're her ideals yet, but I mean, I guess we haven't seen that what she be- like truly believes in. Because I liked it at the end of Path of Deceit, they left it where it's like an open door where she's carrying around Kevmo's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. And the Jedi aren't all evil. They just are misguided is how she was thinking about it. And then in this like in Battle of Jedi, she was like, oh, the Jedi did this. this they're evil. So it's like, oh, what happened there? What made you think that? Like they never explored that really. So I'm hoping that they can just get back to because Marta's an interesting character. So I want to see more about yeah. more. Um, which i think we will because there's no way they just have her in a book as like important and even name drop in this by binot oh because you said yeah. she's not in phase one is she uh no she is not in phase one uh yeah so she has she, to be a focal she's point. a big part of this next book she's on the cover uh, oh, I, I've done excellent. i've done cover talk before and i spoiled that axel was holding a purple lightsaber on the cover mm. of this book uh do you, have you seen the cover for the next one no uh, it's the mother okay. with a bunch of. I don't. I don't think that's the mother. I think that's Marta. Really? But yeah, it's. Uh, I don't want to spoil it if if you don't want to see it. But it's. Okay, it's it's Marta with a bunch of levelers. I think that's what it's meant to be. It, it looks like. What's the name levelers. of the book again? Path of Vengeance. Path of the Closed Fist. <laughs> that could be Marta. Yeah, it's she's blue, so I think that is Marta. So we get to finally see what the slug dogs look like. Oh, oh those Ooh. are so. Oh yeah, they've got like weird tentacles on their faces. That's weird. They look like slugs combined with dogs. Like yeah. a slug dog, if you will. That's so crazy. Wow. But yeah, that cool. is probably Marta or Yana. I'm looking at it now as well. Marta looks unbelievably like radicalized the way she's looking at the book. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She's yeah. She's, Who she's... is in the back? Do we know? Those Jedi. Yeah, yeah those are. Jedi, but, I... but I don't know who they are. Yeah, I don't know. It, which could ones. Be... it could be. No, I don't think it's Enya. It's not. No. Enya's business. Yeah, it's not her. I don't know. We don't know of yet. Two female Jedi. We just haven't seen art of yet. I don't know. I'm not looking at a picture. I think I I have a theory. I think I saw kind of a spoiler, so I won't say anything. Well, what the heck, you do? Is it a Sokotano? Yep. (laughs) She traveled through the world between worlds. Oh God! Please, it ain't so. (laughs) Oh no. Her her fate is she actually gets killed by a leveler. Yeah, that's that's what the Ahsoka show is going to be about until Ezra pulls her out again. <laughs> yep, that's so funny. That is way but, too goofy. Well, did you but guys yeah, uh, did you excited. guys mention where to find us to find out when we post dates and when we're reading chapters? Yeah, oh, like I that? should get some. I should get some dates out for the next book. Uh, we we do that on Twitter. At Jedi Reading Pod, and I will throw some stuff together for Path of Vengeance. And uh, well, yeah, I don't know how fast we want to go on that because once we finish that book, we can kind of go at whatever pace we want because all the books are already out for phase one. So, yeah, we can do whatever we want. No a book rules. a week, a book <laughs> a week, 
Yeah, I, know. I mean, I'd be fine with that because I've already read it. I could just be like, oh, yeah, I remember this book. You guys oh, are going yeah. to read it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this vaguely. Vaguely enough to yeah. talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I would just BS it probably. No, they're good books. I'm, I'm definitely interested in reading phase one and seeing how it ties or how phase two tied anything from phase one that was hinted at into it. I'm I'll, interested in how those will combine. I'll, I'll say like having read most of phase two now, I, I think I prefer phase one. Maybe that's just cause that's the first stuff that I read and it was like, I don't know. The rock. I, I was, yeah, the rock. It's all like, understandable. Like, the rock. But like, I feel <laughs> like I, I connected a lot more with those characters and I, th- these characters were good too, but I'm, I'm excited for you guys, you guys to see phase one also to see if you have that same reaction or if you guys are going to be more attached to the phase two characters. Cause that's what you started with. So it's going to be true. a good, like, Ex, uh, experiment for this weird format that we chose. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. That's actually kind of interesting because I I thought I connected pretty well with most of these characters, and I was genuinely fearing for some of their like like Axel in the tunnel. Like, dude, come on, get out of the tunnel that's going down. Like, I was saying that to myself. So, like, I felt pr- I'm pretty connected to this character, like Kevmo too. Yeah. But I'm interested in seeing if it's just like a better character development or better characters in general in phase one. So I'm interested in yeah. seeing how well, I don't know. It's like myself to it. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not a spoiler to say that it's like 150 years between. It's like, it is like pretty much all new characters. So it, maybe <laughs> it was something like where I had all these characters that I knew and it's like, Oh, we're going back 150 years. We're going to introduce uh, like literally 20 to 30 new characters. And it's like, okay, I don't need to care about these characters because I know they're not around. 150 years later so maybe it's a little bit of that to me where it's like oh i, I can just kind of get the gist of these characters where i don't that's, know i yeah, think with, that is an interesting way of looking at but it. that's not i i'm i i don't like that i'm thinking about it that way because like i feel like i didn't connect with these characters as much because i didn't think i needed to where i feel like i would have enjoyed these books a lot more if i actually sat with these characters a little bit but yeah you just gotta immerse did. yourself just let yourself into the story yeah but cool. I'm excited. Yeah, well, we're, we're, we are getting to the end of phase two. So you guys are the listeners. You're going to want to keep up with us and hop into phase one. If I'm assuming some of you guys may have already read it, but you should still stick with it. Maybe we'll catch some things that you did not. It'll be good. All right. Well, in that case, uh, next week we will be talking about uh, you'll be doing a solo episode, right, CJ? Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, I guess there's a kid's book. Yeah, so... I guess, I guess there's a kid's book. No, I'm ex- I, the kid's books are short and sweet. You get a nice little quick story. I will give the skinny on Quest for... Hidden City? Well, we already did that one, didn't we? Yeah. Planet X? Is that a thing? Quest for Planet X? I might be making up the name of the book, but there's a kid's book, and I'm going to cover it, and it's going to be great, and you should all listen to it. Yeah, and again, you can... Children's book was actually pretty good, too. Yeah. You can find all that stuff out on our Twitter. We'll be posting that at Jedi Reading Pod, as well as um, when we have our schedule out for the Path of the... Whatever it is called. I already forgot what it is. Path of Vengeance. Vengeance. I am Vengeance. So half of whatever you heard it here first, guys. There's a new book, we'll, phase four, of whatever. We'll be back in two weeks with our first cover of uh, that book. 
So you guys are going to want to check that out. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next one. Adios. And your boobies. And your boobies. <laughs>